0: That's right, you're listening to MoneyFM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day. The biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started the day. Well, Singapore shares opened weaker today following overnight losses on Wall Street and Europe. In early trade, the STIs headed down 0.6% to 3,182 points after nearly 52 million securities changed hands in the broader market. Now, while numbers on the SGX are still firming up, here's what we are looking at right now. The Straits Times Index, up 0.05% at 3,204 points. In terms of value turnover, that's $800 million. Now, gainers outnumbered losers, 302 versus 241. Top advances for the day, we have JMH USD, Creative and Venture Core, and top decliners we do have here Spindex Industries New Incorporation USD and MultiCam. Now, in terms of companies we are watching today, one of the top advances mainboard listed Creative Technology after it announced a tie-up with Chinese electronics company Skyworth. Now, elsewhere, from Delivery Hero and talks to sell its Food Panda business in Singapore and six other Southeast Asian markets. To look at major central banks' latest rate decisions, more corporate and international headlines in focus. Well, for more, let's speak to Sunny. Lead Technical Analyst, Capital Markets and Investor Education at SIAS. Sunny, welcome.
1: Hi, Kintian. Happy to hear from you again.
0: Happy to hear from you too. And let's start with the usuals. How did the STI fare for the week? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? Well,
1: definitely not looking very good on the STI for the whole week. The Mm -hmm. STI started the week around 3,285 points on Monday. And going to the close today, we are seeing STI closing around 3,204 points only. So that's about an 80-point drop for the whole week and around a 2.3% decrease, which mm. more or less wiped out the gains that we had last week. So while this is not a surprise, at least for the technical traders like myself, uh, because we observed the formation of the head and shoulder pattern on the STI daily chart, which mm-hmm. is a prominent bearish kind of chart formation. Okay. And on top of this, we have the U.S. Fed, uh, who, uh, although kept the rates unchanged, delivered a significantly hawkish outlook than what most yeah. of the market was expecting. Yeah, so one of the biggest winners we have this week on the STI is a DSI retail group mm-hmm. whose share price jumped about 3.4% for this week. This may be due to the company's larger exposure to the US dollar, hence benefiting from the strength in USD and expect higher for longer interest rate funds. Analyst consensus, 12-month target price on Bloomberg is $3.30, with seven buy calls and one hold calls But on the other hand, one of the biggest losers this week is a Maple Tree, Pan-Asia Commercial Trust, whose share price dropped by about 4.5% this week, this is on mm. the back of the trust redeeming a 326 million Hong Kong dollars worth of 3% fixed rate bonds on maturity on the 20th of September. Right. These bonds were issued on the same date in 2016 under the trust 1.5 billion euro medium term securities program. And analyst consensus 12 month target price on Bloomberg is now $1.79 with 10 buy calls and 4 whole calls.
0: Hmm, Right, and talk about DFI Retail Group. Uh, They are speaking to us on Monday on Under the Radar, so stay tuned if you want to find out more about DFI Retail Group. But uh, in the meantime, Sunny, let's zoom in on some of the companies to watch. Uh, Creative Technologies in the spotlight in particular shares up over 21% earlier in the day. Uh, This, of course, after it announced a tie-up with Chinese electronics company Skyworth. Uh, A little bit technical, uh, but basically with the partnership Creative Tech's uh, Audio technology can be used with competitor televisions by Skyworth. So, how valuable is this for creative in your opinion?
1: Well, definitely a very sexy name there, right? Super (laughs) X5 Technology.
0: Yes, it is. So, I think
1: this this is definitely good news for creative technology. First thing, they are going to a partnership with a significantly larger market cap company with access to one of the largest consumer markets and, of course, the second largest economy in the world right now, China. This will mm. allow the company to further monetize or even increase the adoption of its uh, super super X five technology. Mm. So this is not a new technology; it has been announced a few years back. And I remember that uh, when it was announced a few years back, uh, the share price of Creative has actually had a much bigger jump than what we've seen today, more than twenty one percent. And there was even rumors of them uh, going to a partnership with Apple as well. But of course, during then, as the rumor dispelled the share price had a bit of pullback as well. So I think for this rally that we see today, for it to be sustainable, we are looking forward to hear more details about this partnership because we have not heard much about the numbers and the dollars and cents yet and how it will contribute to the creative bottom line, which we saw narrow losses of a dollars dollar six point one million in the second half that ended on June 30th.
0: Hmm. Now, the region, Sunny, another interesting development here is uh, Germany-based delivery heroes in talks for a potential sale of Foodpanda in Singapore and six other Southeast Asian markets. Now, media reports pointed to Grab as a potential partner and that the deal could be worth a billion euros. The question is, if it turns out to be the case, what will this mean for Grab's strategy ahead? And why is it? Growing aggressively through inorganic means, especially after buying Transcap as well.
1: Well, this is definitely very big news for Grab shareholders and reminds us of the days when Grab took over the uh, market share in, in Asia mm. uh, from Uber. Yeah. So, if Grab is uh, able to succeed in acquiring the Food Panda business in our region, it will definitely be a major coup for the company. Food Panda is actually a leading delivery platform in uh, Southeast Asia with a very strong presence, especially in Singapore and some of the key markets around us. So this acquisition would give Grab a significant boost in its food delivery business and would help them to consolidate its position as the leading super app in our region. Mm. So on the Grab share, they are likely to be positively affected by the acquisition because the market is likely to view the acquisition as a sign of Grab's strength and ambition. Additionally, the acquisition is likely to boost Grab's earnings and profitability as well. So, Grab's strategy ahead is likely to focus on expansion and consolidating its position as the leading super app in Southeast Asia. And with the acquisition of Food Panda, it will be a major step towards achieving those goals. And why is Grab uh, growing aggressively through inorganic means, especially after buying over Transcap? Yeah. There can be several reasons. The first one is Grab is definitely facing increased competition from the other super apps in the region, like OJEC and C mm-hmm. as well. But by acquiring other businesses, Grab can very quickly expand its product offering as well as market share. And second, Grab is looking to capitalize on the rapid-growing digital economy in our region, Southeast Asia. And our region has a very large and growing population of young and tech-savvy consumers. So by expanding its product offering and market share, Grab can position itself to become the number one leading provider of digital services in our region.
0: Hmm. If you're just tuning in, we are now in conversation with Sunny So, Lead Technical Analyst, Capital Markets and Investor Education at SIAS. In the meantime, Sunny, the MAS will raise the maximum deposit insurance coverage per depositor to 100,000 SING dollars, which is up from 75,000 SING. And this will take effect from uh, April 1st, 2024. So what will this mean for the regular depositor and also for banks?
1: Well, when I heard this news, this definitely gives me more assurance of my money in the bank right now. So the increase in deposit insurance coverage is, of course, good news for us regular depositors in Singapore. It means that our deposits will be more protected in the event of a failure, like a bank failure. Depositors can now be more confident that their deposits are safe even if a bank fails up to the cap of 100000 so the increase in the coverage is also likely to have a positive impact on Singapore banks as well, as it will make it easier for our banks to attract and retain depositors because it is viewed as a reduced risk of bank run, which hmm. we saw uh, earlier in the in earlier this part of the year where some of the smaller US banks actually uh, on the brink of collapse and collapsing, and then there was a bank run. Yeah. So banks can now offer more competitive deposit rates and terms because they will be view as safer with this increase in the insurance coverage, as they know depositors are more likely to feel protected by this deposit insurance as well. So overall the increase in deposit insurance coverage will further promote financial stability in Singapore by reducing the risk the, the risk of bank failures. And this is a positive development both for depositors as well as the banks and making our financial system ever more stable and resilient.
0: Uh, have a look at this last question before we let you go. Um, Sunny, speaking of banks, right? let's switch gears to look at central banks. Now, while the US Fed kept rates steady, it warned of, of course, more tightening to come this year and expect rates to be higher for longer. Uh, if we look to the Bank of England, it held rates steady in a surprise move. Same goes for the Bank of Japan, which is closely watched here in Asia. How would you read into the different moves? Or are central banks generally hawkish but taking a wait-and-see approach for the moment?
1: I think it's Central banks are definitely using their commentary to be hawkish. And I don't think it's a kind of a wait-and-see approach, but they are actually treading very carefully. Mm. Well, central banks definitely are well aware that the interest rates are already at a very high level now, not seen in many years. And they know this will definitely impact businesses and their economy in fight to bring down inflation. And the Fed has raised interest rates 11 times since early part of last year. And each time they do these interest rate hikes the golden path that we have to a soft lending gets narrower and narrower. So mm-hmm. the best case scenario is we do get a soft lending, and the worst case scenario could be that the prices can get out of control again. Mm-hmm. So we are at a point now where we need to tread very carefully, and the question here now is uh, when will we see the full impact of the interest rate hike that we have seen so far. So I think this is the reason why you are saying that uh, although the central banks may be acting uh, dovishly, mm-hmm. But in their comments, they are definitely a hawk. So this is not a wait and see approach. I think they are trading very carefully
0: right now. Right. Thanks a lot, Sunny. That was Sunny So, Lead Technical Analyst, Capital Markets and Investor Education at CIAS. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM eighty nine point three. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.